0: Hey friends, and welcome to episode 164 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna dearman Cornick. and today we're going to talk about the seven different types of late people. And a little secret about myself, that used to be me. I know this may surprise you coming from a time management coach, but I was the kind of late person where your friends tell you to come an hour before the party starts, so you'll actually be there on time. And to be honest, it didn't feel good. The constant sitting in traffic and feeling my blood pressure rise, or worry about letting someone down because I was late to lunch again, or wondering if people saw me as irresponsible because of it. One day... I just had enough. I was tired of feeling stressed and embarrassed about my tardiness. And if that's you too, then I made this episode with you in mind. If you're ready to break up with your bad habits that are holding you back from being on time, then grab your pen and your notepad because we're going right into the good stuff. And because I know you're trying to make the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're folding laundry... It might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 164. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road.
1: If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna dearman Cornick.
0: Okay, to fix the problem of always being late, you have to get to the root cause of things. And that always starts with checking in internally. Awareness is the first step towards change after all. According to Diana DeLonzer, who wrote Never Be Late Again, Seven Cures for the Punctually Challenged, which I'll link in the description and the show notes for you. It's a great read. There are seven different types of late people. I'll tell you a little bit about each type and then we'll dive into strategies for each type. So as I'm giving the overview, listen in and try to decide which type or types you are. All right, here we go. Number one, the rationalizer. The rationalizer is always late, but doesn't really see it as an issue. There's always an excuse or reason why, reasons that seem to be outside of their control, like traffic. They'll probably also only ever admit to being late by just a few minutes to make their tardiness seem not so bad. Okay, number two is the producer. The producer always has way too much on their plate. And if they can squeeze just one more thing into those two minutes before they have to head out the door, they'll be fine. They hate wasting time and they want to do as much as humanly possible. But they're never on time because those two minutes inevitably turn into 10 and they're ultimately late everywhere they go. Okay, number three is the deadliner. The deadliner is the master of procrastination. They always wait till the last minute to get things done because they think they do their best work when working under pressure and they love the rush of that race to the finish line. The problem is most people aren't actually as good under pressure as they think they are. And don't worry, I'm talking to myself on this one too. Next up is number four, the indulger. The indulger loves the snooze button and doesn't seem to have a good grasp on time. They might have a hard time motivating themselves in general, and that may manifest in other areas of their lives. The indulger is an expert lollygagger and time waster. And this time wasting often takes the form of busy work, you know, that stuff that feels productive, but is really kind of pointless. Number five is the absent minded. Whoops, looks like something was forgotten. Again, whether that's when and where things are happening, where their keys are, or that there was a deadline today, the absent minded person will surely forget it. This person may also be easily distracted during work or while spending time with others. Number six is the rebel. Now the rebel could be on time if they wanted to, but they'd rather resist the authority that they feel is forcing them to be on time. Oh, you want me to be there at six? I'll be there at 6.30. Number seven, the anxious. So finally we have the anxious person who is late because they spend a lot of time obsessing over perfection, which either comes from a place of low self-esteem, anxiety, or depression, And so they end up showing up late more often than not because they've created delays to avoid leaving. So me personally, I've definitely been a little bit of all of them at some point in my life. I've been a rationalizer because I was somehow convinced that nobody else had the same traffic that I did. I've been a producer because I've tried to get way more done than what I've realistically had time for. And I sometimes still even lean towards the deadliner by underestimating the time it takes me to get work done. This one time I ran into a volunteer committee meeting totally out of breath. I was about 10 minutes late, the meeting had already started, and I was totally disheveled. I plopped down to my chair and said, "'Oh my gosh, y'all, I'm so sorry I'm late. The traffic coming from my side of town was insane.'" And then one of the other committee members looked at me deadpan and said, Anna, I live one street over from you and I got here on time. Y'all, I was so embarrassed. I was mortified. She was right. And side note, she ended up becoming one of my best friends because I appreciated her honesty so much. But if my story tells you anything, it's that you can get out of it. You just need to find ways to use your weakness as your advice. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. So let's talk about how you can turn each of these weaknesses into a strength. If you're a rationalizer, then the first step is to admit that you are the problem. It's you. Hi, you're the problem. It's you. (laughs) Get realistic about how long things take, even if it's just something small like getting dressed in the morning. Think through every little task you do during the day and how long they take. Write it down and put it on a calendar if you have to. The biggest obstacle for you to overcome is not being realistic enough. Admit you have a problem and that for the most part, you are in control of your time. Now, if you're a producer, you have too much going on. End of story. I know it's hard, but you probably need to part ways with some of the things on your plate or commit to fewer things moving forward. And know that your value doesn't come from how much you can get done, though I know it can certainly feel that way, especially in the midst of a busy season. But you can't be perfect, and that's okay. You're enough as you are, whether you're productive or not. Now, if you're a deadliner, then part of the reason you are always late and pushing things to the last minute is because you love the rush that comes with it. Now you might just be craving some sort of stimulation or excitement, or you might just be bored. If that's you, find something different to bring that excitement or that rush to your life. Fill your free time with a new hobby you've always wanted to try and schedule it close to your deadline so you're more driven to finish your task. If you're an indulger, your motivating factors might be the same as the deadliners, but you're just not as adamant about getting things done. Instead of looking at your to-do list like a never-ending chore list, schedule some time to indulge in doing nothing. The thing is, scheduling rewards into your day, scheduling some fun time or some nothing time, can keep you from overindulging and wasting time. Plus remember, getting out of bed and hitting the snooze button only once instead of five times can mean more time lingering over a latte after you get to work early. Now, if you're an absent you can make alarms, reminders, and calendars your best friend. Sometimes it's as simple as writing it down or putting items you frequently lose track of in a spot you know you won't forget. If you have a lot going on, why not minimize the distractions? Find a calendar system you love and use it. I use a combination of Google Calendar, a paper planner, and Asana to manage my to-do's appointments so I don't forget anything. You can also create a drop spot at home where you keep all of those things you look for when you're frantic, like your keys, your wallet, your sunglasses. Our drop spot is by the back door in our mudroom area. Now, if you're a rebel, know that everyone's motivation for rebelling against being on time is different, but it usually lies in wanting a leg up, resisting authority, or wanting to feel different. Now, if that last one sounds like you, know that the least interesting thing about you is your tardiness. You are so much more than that and have plenty of other things about you that make you unique. You're way more interesting than being the punchline of the running late joke. And if it's another reason, get honest with yourself. If it's a friend conflict, work stress, or issues with commitment, Getting deep with the real issue can help you figure out how to solve it. And finally, if you're the anxious type, a good strategy here is to pinpoint where and when you get tripped up on perfectionism and avoidance, and then find ways to plan around them. Allot yourself extra time if you need to, and don't forget to give yourself grace. But because this one might be a little bit deeper than the others, I just wanna say that if you feel like self-esteem, anxiety, or depression is keeping you from living life and holding you back in debilitating ways, don't be afraid to seek professional help. The help of a professional can help you identify the real root cause of what's going on and forge a different path forward. Chances are you're probably a mix of a few of these. But regardless, I can tell you that breaking out of the habit of being late isn't as hard as you may think, and it can actually be fun and rewarding. Just think about how nice it'll be to fully focus on what's going on in your life because you're not worried about being late, what others will think of you for being late, and not having an elevated heart rate and the jitters 24-7. If you wanna take this newfound revelation a step further and fast track your way to building better time management habits, then I have something just for you. My Get a Game Plan course is a step-by-step guide that will help you design your ideal week and determine exactly what you need to build a solid foundation for better time management. I'm telling you, friend, getting a game plan together is one of the best things you can do for beating the chronically late blues. I'll drop the link in the description and in the show notes. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 164. And before we go, let me tell you a little bit about next week's episode, episode 165. Episode 165 is all about what to do when it feels like nothing is going your way you sleep past your alarm, you get a flat tire on the way to work, you spill your coffee on your shirt, forget about an important meeting, burn your dinner, and the list just goes on. As someone who's definitely been in the when it rains, it pours phase of life myself, be sure to tune in next week to episode 165 for some practical advice based in time management strategies and good old hard won knowledge that can help you weather these storms. All right, friends, that's all we have time for today. I'll see you in the next episode.